You're listening to the Art Problems Podcast, episode 50. I'm your host, Patty Johnson. This is the podcast where we talk about how to get more shows, grants, and residencies. And I'm recording this podcast on the eve of my trip to Los Angeles to check out the fairs and art that's up there right now. And I'll also be attending a live meetup for network members on Saturday in LA. That's the membership I run for mid-career artists. So if you're a member, you want to hang out, just check the portal for information. So next week, I'll be talking about the insights that I've gained during the fairs. But this week, I wanted to talk about a set of questions I hear all the time as they relate to artist statements. And this is coming up because this week I spoke to the Artists in the Marketplace program at the Bronx Museum of the Arts, and every single one of the following questions came up. How long should my artist statement be? Should I include my artist statement on my website? Should I mention individual bodies of work in my statement? Should I write my statement in the third person? How many statements should I have? Now, I can imagine that some of you might be wondering how long a podcast you're really committing to if you're going to get all these answers. But the truth is, is that the answer for all of these questions is it depends on your goals. And this is precisely what I told the artists in the AIM program. And one of the reasons that we have such a big focus on goals inside Netflix, because it helps you get the answer to so many different types of questions. So what I want to do here is walk you through a process that I think we all should go through. So let's say your goal over the next five years is to create a more sustainable life for yourself through your art. So the first question is, how are you going to do that when there are a lot of opportunities that are invite only? Let's say you're on that track. Now, let's say for now, that your answer is through grants and commercial gallery sales. To build relationships that will get you opportunities, you're going to need to set create a set of artist support materials that will help you get your work out there. And equally important, you have to have an understanding of who your audience is at each turn so that you can craft your message accordingly. So now let's drill down on this problem a little bit more. Do you need an artist statement to reach this goal? Well, so let's talk about the audience here. So most commercial gallerists I talk to do not give a shit about your artist statement and honestly tend to be pretty dismissive of the whole process. They're salespeople. They like to talk to people in person. They often write extremely short emails that to a normal person will seem curt, unless it's a sales or currying email, in which case there's a whole other code that comes out that I won't get into, but suddenly all your emails are signed warmly. That is a digression. The short of it here is that a dealer wants to talk to you about the art, and while a good artist statement can give you the language to do so easily, if you use anything, it should be short. But you may also want to show at museums, and curators organize shows around ideas. So in that case, you're going to need a statement. So if you're applying for grants, every single application is going to ask you a statement. So you need one. So then the next question that you're going to be asking is, what do I do with it, right? Like, if I, do I put it on my website? And how long should it be if it's on my website and other places? Well, if your website is mainly for dealers and curators to review your work, I would not omit it because... Even if a dealer doesn't want to see it, a curator does. But 
I would not use a long statement. And that's because nobody has that much attention anymore. And I'm increasingly finding that anything over two paragraphs is too much for the online space. Now for a grant application, my answer is going to be different, right? I recommend working to fill the word count because if it's significantly shorter than what they recommend, they're going to wonder why. Conversely, I would never exceed what they ask for. There just isn't an art award in this world with an open call where just a handful of artists apply. Your work will be reviewed amongst hundreds, if not thousands of artists. So long prose by a juror that's reviewing thousands of applications, it's just automatically going to disqualify you. So don't do that. Now I want to pause here for a moment and reflect on the audience I've identified for each scenario because the most common answer I hear when I ask artists to identify their audience is anyone who visits a gallery or looks at your work. But your audience, before you have a show, isn't going to be just anyone who looks at at your work. It's a gallerist, a curator, or a juror, or collector. That's who you want to prioritize. Sure, there, there may be other people looking at your work, but the people you want to prioritize are the people who are going to help you achieve your goals. And You want to produce prose for the audience type that is going to help you get to that next step in whatever your goal is that you've identified. So most of the answers to the questions that I answer every day come down to understanding who your audience is, what they need, and then delivering it. So I think I've answered the question of how long should my artist statement be and should I include it on my website? So I want to move on to the next question, which is, should I mention individual bodies of work in my statement? And the answer to that is generally no. But again, you know, what's your goal? Sometimes a grant will ask you to speak about specific bodies of work. And sometimes there's a pivotal moment in your career that really needs to be explained. So in those cases, I think what I'm saying here is there's always going to be exceptions and it's really up to you to understand what your goals are, what you want to communicate, and then understand whether that's it's an appropriate time to include those individual bodies of work. And also, honestly, this is one of the reasons that network exists, right? If you have a question about these sorts of things, because there are exceptions to everything, that's my job. It's to answer those questions and give you that kind of clarity. Now, the next question is, Should I write my statement in the third person? And the answer to this is generally no. Bios are written in the third person because they're normally read in catalogs and at conferences by someone else where reading something in the first person would be really weird, right? If somebody is reading a bio for you at a conference out loud and they're not you, reading it in the first person would be exceptionally awkward. But on a personal website that you made or in a grant where you're describing what you plan to do, writing in the first person gives you more agency and paints a picture of how you will use the money for that juror. Now, the last thing I have here is how many statements should I have? And that really depends on what you're doing with them. If you're an influencer selling your work directly through your website to collectors, you probably don't need one at all. You just need a bio that describes your work and accolades, and it'll probably read much more closely to marketing copy than it does a traditional bio that we see on artist websites who are seeking commercial gallery representation. If you're applying for grants, you probably need 
to write a slightly different version for each application. In general, though, most artists will need a short one for their website and a slightly longer version for applications. All right, everyone, that's the podcast for today. I hope you have a good next week. I'll see you next week for a recap of the LA Fairs, and I can't wait to touch base with you then. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review and share it with a friend. It really helps get that valuable information out to more artists just like you. You can find all of the names and the links that we reference in this conversation at workshop.art slash podcast.